I've been working on my table. Your table. It's going to be a big table where I look forward to having people sit around and share food and stories. Um, I'm reading Bill Buford's book, Dirt, which is the the sequel to his book, Heat, which was about, uh, from about five years ago, but apprenticing in, uh, as a chef in, in Italy, and now he's in France, and um, I just love these books. Uh, he's talking about, he's in Lyon, France, he couldn't find anything in Paris, and he's uh, hanging out with Bob who's the town's best bread baker. And uh, they are making a reservation at uh, a, a bistro uh, owned by a friend of Bob's, Olivier Paget, who was born in Beaujolais. And uh, his father was a carpenter, grandfather a farmer, and he'd been cooking since age 16. And uh, he had some stints with some of the grand chefs. And uh, he decided he wanted to open a, a bistro in Lyon. So as, as Bob said, this is my idea of a restaurant. So the lunch was to be on a, uh, a Friday. And uh, apparently he was, I'm, I'm just going to read the text. He was always arranging large meals for friends. They were like board meetings for the kindred, including a seasonal machon, and all-day Lyonnaise and breakfast practice, starting at nine and featuring every edible morsel of a pig, limitless quantities of Beaujolais, and loud sloppy parades of singing men who by then are trying to remember how to get home. I feared it. Friday's lunch was less ambitious. Just ten people, Bob told me, you should come. So then they go to um, the the lunch itself, and 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 Olivier joined the lunch, and they were they uh, uh, as uh, well, uh, Buford says the chef, a guest at his own restaurant, was among the kindred, and joined others who lived food pretty much all the time and wine. They were also very much lived their wine. There were they three were in the trade: a cheese guy, another restaurateur, someone who arrived with a rope of boudin noir, but not everyone. There was a school teacher, a violinist. It didn't matter, and they all are a bunch of food lovers, obviously. So, um, so. Lunch, again, lunch arrived in courses and now exists in my mind as a Beaujolais blur. Salads, a pâté, a lake fish, a platter of something with sauce, uh, all of it family style, but it was the bread, Bob's bread, that was talked about. At Le Fleury, it is the first item on the table, a whole baguette sliced in a basket. Bill, regard, look. Bob directed my attention at an older woman on the far side of the room, well-dressed, 
gray hair in a bun, eating by herself. She was removing a baguette from the basket and meticulously putting it into her purse piece by piece where there appeared to be a napkin to fold it into. She had come prepared or else had stolen the napkin. In either case, it was a there was premeditation in her filching. She arrived for lunch knowing that she would go home with something for dinner. She closed her purse and put her hand up for the waiter's attention. More, more bread, please. Uh, plus de pain, s'il vous plaît. I turned to the chef. He looked as if he had been caught out. He hadn't been. She was the one caught out, but he tolerated the filching. He was not about to walk over and ask her to empty her purse. Besides, he said, she is not the only one. So, and then he says, Bob here is different. And, uh, uh, from the Bob I had seen before, he smiled, and he rarely smiled. He, his face was animated. He laughed. His informal Kesarasara manner hid the fact that for him there was an urgency in every minute. Also, he was at a table with friends. Bob, for everyone there, was a gift. They understood him, and their gratitude for having Bob in their lives made Bob made more made Bob more Bob-like. He was the chairman of this informal board. He had an authority uh, that was new to me. He never said, "I'm only a baker." He was the baker. He was more. He was the baker philosopher. He was confident, at ease, even self-mocking. People eat too much bread. Look at me. Bob knocked back his Beaujolais and Paget poured him another. And as I watched them, the easy intimacy between them, I believed I was starting to understand what I had been witnessing all morning. A fraternity recognized by a coat of arms visible only to other members. Everyone there belonged to it. They knew that Bob's bread was exceptional. They also knew that the bread was more than just bread. And that, to me, is the key line in the story. I mean, I, I, just, I recommend this book. It's just a wonderful celebration of food and cooking and animals. There's a, the next section is about killing a pig, and it's a group effort. It is phenomenal. phenomenal. It's beautiful. But everything around the food, but it's also about community. And I just, I love that aspect of food. Um, I don't have the discipline to be a chef. I mean, a, a real chef. I mean, that's a level of, <laughs> you know, compulsion, obsession, OCD, drive, you know. Uh, but I do love to cook. I'm building a table right now that, you know, I... That um, it's it's a peasant. I, I cook peasant food mostly, simple, good ingredients. I'm building a peasant table. It's going to be 12 feet long. It's going to be three and a half feet wide. I don't know how many people it will seat, but I look forward to the day when I can be serving food to that table filled up and you know conversation and community and uh, there's just something about it, especially you know I, I long for it in this day of of, what do you call it, sheltering in place. I mean, more 
And I haven't done much entertaining since since for quite a while. But now with this place, I'm looking forward to it again. I mean, you know, I mean, what can I say? I'm lonely, <laughs> lonely, horny, uh, all of it. Like everybody, we're dealing with this damn thing. But I'm really, you know, I'm preparing for when it blows over. And, uh, you know, this table I'm so excited about. Um, I'll talk more about the table later. I think we've talked about it before, but yeah. So I do recommend this book, and you know, I just I I, I was going to talk about my friend Gabriele Corcos and uh, his wife Debbie Mazar, uh, who you know they've done a couple of cookbooks. They had a cooking show, and and he embodies that. They embody it. I mean, they're just such wonderful people, and there's. I mean, you know, they just, uh, to me, it's, uh, I'll tell the, that story another time, the wonderful story about them. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's, I just, I mean, I guess that's the, sort of the silver lining of this sheltering in place, you know, think about what's really, what's important. Well, other people. And all the little things we used to take for granted, you know, going to the cafe for a, for a latte, right? I mean, going out for brunch. I mean, just, you know, all that stuff. So um, I think I've probably rambled on enough. Uh, this is, uh, again, the book is Bill Buford, and the title is Dirt. But I would read Heat first, because there's a lot of references in, in Dirt to things in heat and they're both wonderful books so this is Knox riding the wild bubble with you forever mm -hmm.